Well, hello. Hello. Welcome to 100% BS. My name is Bella Solomon, and I am your lovely host. Thank you for tuning in today. Today, we have a very, very special guest. They go by the name of uh, Daddy Issues Podcast, but you know, more specifically, their names are John and Bronson, John and Bron. Um, and they are lovely human beings. We had such a great conversation. It was super duper fun. Bronson and I know each other because we went to um, a summer film summer camp at BU eight years ago. That's how we met. We were both in high school um, and obviously kept in touch, but honestly hadn't chatted that much up until recently. Uh, him and his dad started a podcast in November-ish of 2020. It's fucking awesome. You guys should check it out. It's hilarious. I talk about all sorts of shit. Um, so yeah, I will let us get into it. Enjoy the show. And if you're new here, welcome and thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. So I hope you enjoy. Um, as always, I love to hear your thoughts. So DM me or email me or comment on YouTube, whatever you want to do. Love to hear from you guys. So let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm Belle Solonat, and you're listening to 100% BS. Okay. Adjust also, your shorts, Dad. Look, <laughs> there's shorts. a lot of thighs showing on you. These are my shorts. <laughs> Just pull them down a little. There's a lot of thigh going on. Pull them on. down. They, they, they don't go down. They're bun. Yeah, see, that's even better. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> big difference. Okay, good, good. Okay, well... Um, thank you guys for doing this. This is really exciting. I feel like I have really enjoyed watching your guys' podcasts, like just slowly but surely take off. Like obviously the whole TikTok thing, like you guys are crushing it and I love it. It's just super entertaining. Um, but obviously, yeah. I mean, how does it like, I mean, I feel like you guys are pretty shocked by it. You're like, what's going on? Like, why is this happening? (laughs) No, we had no idea. Well, so what happened was it first started because my father passed away in late June from um, at the age of 82. And we were talking about, you know, and I got very close to my father the past couple of years when he was sick. And I was saying, you know, it's a shame that, you know, I didn't have that much video or things like that or footage of my, my father because they lived in Connecticut. I was down here and just a different, you know, I'm old school and different, not really technology verse and so forth. So Bronson went ahead and came up with the idea of doing a podcast. Well, I remember we were sitting around the table one night for dinner and i was showing you clips from someone's podcast and you're like who is this idiot why can't we do this i was like we could and you're like okay <laughs> and then we did and then, it <laughs> and and it sort of became great because then one day when i'm not around this will always be around forever and he can have good memories and show his children grandchildren and it brought us even we were always had a great relationship but i think it brought us closer and we spent a lot of time together and we speak a lot, a of lot time. about it. So, so I love it as a father because I love. I can never be. I, you can never have too much time with your children. So I, I value sure. it, and 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 I wish I had it with my father. As a kid, you can have too much time with your parents. I'll say that. <laughs> That's when fine. you get older, I, though. When you get older, you definitely that appreciate I'm, it. I'm not offended by it. I get it. Listen, we all need our space. I didn't say that I need or I'm spending too much. I just time called with you a cock blocker. Uh, Two minutes ago, you were interrupted. Yeah, my mom and I was I was hugging my wife and giving her a kiss, and he's like, "Excuse me, uh, mom, uh, where are the eye drops? Is uh, that how I speak?" <laughs> I mean, so I love it. I feel t- like. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that that reason for starting it is like so pure because it's so true. Like my mom actually recently was we I she had me interview my grandfather and like 
him tell us his stories and like how he met my grandmother because she passed away a couple months ago and she was like we need to have more recordings like more you know video and audio of him because people kind of don't do it until it's too late so too late right yeah yeah because i have video of my father you know bron's grandfather when he was sick and it's too late at that point so but they're not fun they're not fun videos no it's sad videos but i don't want to get sad you know i'm just saying (laughs) so this has been great we love it and and we never in a billion years thought it would take off. And Bronze was out last night on Atlantic Avenue in, in South Florida, and two people that he did not know came well, up. I was to him. literally in a bar with my friends, and I was like standing next to this girl, and she looks at me. She goes, "You look super familiar," and I was like, "Oh, uh, I don't know." And then she goes, "Do you have a podcast?" And I was like, "What the <laughs> hell is going? Like what?" She's like, "Daddy yeah. issues, right?" I was like, "Oh my god!" And then she goes, "Oh my, I have to go tell. Like I love your show. I have to go." find my roommate she's a fan too and then her roommate start, comes over and she looks at me and she goes oh my god you're from daddy issues and i was like this is isn't that crazy unreal crazy. i don't even know what's going on yeah and I then mean- bella one last thing wait one last thing i gotta tell you bella and then i'll shut up believe it or not um <laughs> then we got our first sponsor no that, we i don't know it's not a done deal yet so i don't we can't talk about it it's not a it, all right all right it, we haven't signed and it's not done yet so right, we we'll don't do know all right go on i'll be quiet <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's not surprising. Like I, when I first, when I listened to your first episode, like you can sense when people are just being real and honest and it's actually really rare, which is why I think so many people gravitate towards it and like just feel like it's so fresh and different because most of what people are consuming for the most part is like either people sticking to a script. It's like a certain narrative, like obviously any mainstream media stuff is going to be like pandering to some political side so when you listen to people that are just speaking freely and they don't care like they're not and like no agenda yes no agenda exactly like people really identify with that like whether they realize it or not because i think you were saying that people would comment like this is the truth like you're speaking the truth when even if it's just an opinion like people associate it with just being true because you're just being you and you're not like trying to say something because you want to make sure that it's this and that like it's literally just you right. speaking freely and not a lot of people do that surprisingly so and it's i think like, i think like nowadays with a lot of podcasts um they're either they're people who already have a following right so it's like a celebrity or uh someone who was a comedian and now they're doing a podcast and even though they're not like part of the mainstream media they're still uh separation between someone like that like a celebrity and a normal american person there's such a distance between Mm. those two lives that there's just it's hard to relate to a celebrity and so when the celebrities are talking about like what they like their ski trip that they went on while everyone is quarantining and how difficult it was to live in their mansion and stuff people like normal Americans are just like, what is going on? It's a lot of it's bullshit. Too. Yeah. It's all bullshit. But so I think with us, like we're just being normal and people are, we're, I think we're easy to relate to compared to well, Reese Witherspoon. Well, right. But I also mm-hmm. think like Bella, what you said that what we get a lot of comments, which, which, which is on the same path of what you're saying that people think what we say, but are afraid to say it because they don't think it's politically correct. And one thing about me, and I look at, I, I'm 54. I'm not a know-it-all. I have my 
I say stupid things. I'm I'm ignorant of certain things. You know, we are a product of our upbringing, and I'm not. I can I, I'm not a know it all in everything. And a lot of what I say are my opinions, and people can like it or not like it. That's their choice. <clears throat> but the most important thing that I find of what I want to get out of this podcast is I want people to be able to stop being afraid to speak their mind, good or bad. You know, I don't care if somebody disagrees with me. I don't care if someone's a hater of me. They're allowed their opinion, and the problem is. No one today is saying because they're afraid of saying, oh, my God, you might lose business. Aren't you afraid of offending this person? Or, oh, my God, you be careful what to say. And people need to understand that's the problem. So isn't the, the bigger I feel like the bigger problem is even that that's a fear <laughs> that you you can be afraid of losing well, that, business that, because of how you think. But that's, that's my point. So I'm trying to get the message across to people that. I'm okay. You don't have to agree with anything, but that's the beauty of America. Yeah. Be who you are. Say whatever you want to say. And if someone doesn't like it, fuck them. If they don't like it, who gives a shit? They don't have, you can't please everybody. So, yeah. so I'm tired of people being a bunch of, I, I just got to say like pussies and being afraid to say whatever they want th- that they don't want to say because then they're hypocritical because then they're not, they're saying we need to change and accept everybody for, but yet they're not allowing themselves to be accepted because they're, they're afraid to say what they want because they don't offend anybody. Yep. Then you're a fucking hypocrite. So to me, uh, the, the thing that I like, and we have different views, and we're best friends, but we have different views, and I'm okay with we're that. We're best friends. Listen, yeah. yeah uh, okay. <laughs> Until I stop paying, then we're not best friends again. So, so my yes, point, he's my best friend. So, so, but my point is, I think people need to say it. And, and even if I say something to offend somebody, I'm okay with somebody saying something. But for example, I had one woman who works for Congress, right? Was it Congress? She's a, a, a House staffer. of Representatives staffer. We don't staffer. know who whose she office she posted on TikTok. Literally, I can't make this she up. She duetted one of our TikToks. She duetted and said, "You white men should die." To me, she it's said, "Yeah." People, she said, "White, wh- white, old white old men, white just men die should already. die already." You're so you're why fucking I, ignorant. And you. she was like, "You're why I feel threatened no, in why my I get workplace." Death threats. She yeah. says, "Why I get threats? People like you, and you should die now." Hear me out. Also, we were talking about. That was a segment we were talking about Islam, and she's a white Christian woman, right? Or white woman. I don't know what. And that's but, when I said I didn't want um, Muslims who are anti-American in office. Okay, now, so in, in our in our Congress and Senate and so forth. Now, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. It could be the most stupid, ignorant statement in the world, and I could be wrong. There are people that reached out to us that said, "I like to be on your show, tell you I'm Muslim, this and that," and I and to to have a normal conversation. When you start saying you should die, you're an asshole, whatever, you're a moron because the whole idea is people should have difference of opinions and allowed yeah. to have them and let's talk about it and help each other understand and grow as people, not saying you don't agree with me, go fuck yourself, you should die. That's the stupidest ignorant statement in the world. And I'm trying to- You don't or, solve anything that way. And, but this is the problem because sure. because if you don't agree with that side, you should die and you're an asshole. It makes yeah. no sense. No, I, I couldn't agree more. Like it's- such an issue and to me it's possibly one of the like the biggest causes of the divisiveness and of like people being so divided is because that fear of being so that fear is kind of has good reason in a way because of people who do speak up and who are vocal will literally be fired or like will be taken off will deplatformed like there's countless examples where people speak their mind like maybe you disagree with it like sure there's some examples where they probably shouldn't have said that or it's like you know of course a very close-minded thing but like it's a legitimate fear that people think that they 
you know, never mind like losing friends, right? But like you could literally be fired or like your company like gets rid of you, and, and all that kind fired, of stuff. But you can like people get fired and then will never get will never be able to work again. Like their yeah. their reputations get tanked. But the problem is it's it's only on one side that way. Yeah. If if you say for example, and this is and this is a perfect example. So there was an episode that I said Nancy Pelosi should be shot in the head. I said that on an episode, and they banned. They stopped it. There's a reason TikTok, why TikTok. TikTok. There's a reason why I purposely said that because we wanted to do a test. The following week, I said the exact same. Mm. I said Trump should be shot in the head. Same exact words. Am I telling the truth? Yeah. Same words. It's been yeah. on for the past seven weeks. They never blocked it. Of course not. <clears throat> That's my point. What I'm trying to get at. So it's not about. Look, we know that I'm a, I'm a more on the a right side with conservative and those things like that. But I also believe in helping those who need help. And I believe that people should live and let live. But my core is more about capitalism. People, you know, stop with the label, stop with the conclusions and things like that. You know, don't bring people down, bring people up. Don't make it, not everything is equal. Those are my core views. But you can't say to me that one, just changing the name of a person but the exact same verb words being used, one's okay and one is not okay. That's the problem I'm trying to yeah. get across. And 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 I don't think I'm ignorant by doing that test. I think people that are cutting us off and, and saying it's okay for Trump to be shot, but not Pelosi to be shot. That to me is the ignorant problem, and that's the major sure. huge problem. Yeah, huge. well, it's yeah. just it, it's ex- it's extremely hypocritical, and like that's why some people get upset. It's like I don't think I would be upset about. You know, hearing that, like, Gina Carano, who plays the Cara Dune on Mandalorian, like, she, yeah, she got, like, fired from Disney because of her, like, you know, very right-wing tweets and or social media posts. It's unbelievable. Yeah, right. But why people are angry is because it they're not consistent because then Disney will, like, defend, right. I think, Mulan. The example people were using was, like, they filmed Mulan somewhere in China where there was like Muslim internment camps or something like prisoner camps. Yeah. So they Disney specifically in the credits of Mulan thanked the, uh, I forget which (coughs) province in China it is. Um, I don't know. This was like as as a kiss, but they they thanked the, that's the, the government of that specific province. And that Mm. government is knowingly, to the world, putting rounding up thousands of Uyghur Muslims, putting them in camps, sterilizing the women, and yeah. making the men work as slaves. Mm-hmm. And so Disney, I mean, it's it's just it's clear why they do it. Like I understand it's why they do it. Political it's all, bullshit. No, no, it's all for <laughs> money. They can't lose China, China. Mulan. Half of the the audience for Mulan was the Chinese market. So mm-hmm. they'll kiss China's ass because they make half their profits from them. But then in America, they'll make more profits by being politically correct. And so Gina Carano doesn't fit in with the wokeness. So yeah. if, if they it can virtue the most, signal. But how fucked up is that? Right, but it's all. No, that's But then again, up. it's all capitalism. <clears throat> Whatever they can do to get their shareholders okay. more money. Capitalism. Capitalism is fine. The problem is if the business wants to do that, that's fine. The problem is the consumers, all of us, they're on social media, whatever, we become the fucking puppets that drink the Kool-Aid and, and, and play into that same bullshit rather than saying, and by the way, I like Mulan. I'll still watch the movie. I liked it. I don't care if Disney does that or not does that. I don't agree with it, but, but I'm not going to sit there and say, we need to treat one side differently as opposed to the other side, and that's the major problem. Or you won't even, like, I don't agree with what Disney did, and there are other aspects, like, I don't 
support a lot of what Amazon does, so I don't buy from Amazon. But I, but I don't say Jeff Bezos needs to be taken down and canceled and everything needs to be removed. And I just don't support no, but it. If Rose, but if Rosie O'Donnell, who's a comedian, makes one stupid comment and they fucking take her off her own, own show, Roseanne, because she's a comedian. No, when Roseanne I, Barr. Roseanne Barr, I meant. Yeah, right. yeah. What is you it? said Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I hate her. Fuck her. That fat <laughs> fuck. Listen. Sorry. Sorry. But listen. It's all good. But, uh, Roseanne Barr, who is a comedian and has her show. You know, look, I'm a lawyer. There's a thing called due process. You're innocent until till proven guilty. That's a huge thing what American law is founded upon and things like that. Due process is huge. You come, right? You have an opportunity to be heard, say, put your case together, and then if you're found guilty, you're found guilty, but you're, you're presumed innocent. Well, that works in, in many ways, even like with your, raising your children. If you, you know, For example, I'm not going to just punish you. We're going to talk about, about something, let's say you did when you were younger, and you're going to try to convince me why you're right, and then I make a decision. Due process. When Roseanne Barr, because she's a comedian, made a stupid comment in a comedic way, gets taken off of her show because it's not politically correct, it's bullshit. If you know what else is even more interesting about that? Yeah, go ahead. Like, Roseanne Barr knowingly has been public about her mental health issues. Like, Mm. she has, I think she has, like, psychosis. She suffers from depression. A lot of comedians are like that. No, but so she has mental health issues, and... A big thing of the left is like supporting mental health, and a right, lot of what she said was under the influence of her okay. mental issues and her drugs. We don't know that, but I get we do. It. No, listen, no, but that's a thing. Like she was on Joe Rogan okay, talking okay, about but it. She, I get it, but maybe that's her just trying no, to. No, but what I'm save saying is their faith with regards to of what her saying or statement. But the point, is, she's a comedian. Okay, let me explain something. Chris Rock talks about black people all the time and uses the N word in, in his speech. It's in his comedic value. That's okay. Don Rickles made fun of Jews. He was okay. The, the comedians, whatever. The point is, they're comedians. If you yeah. don't like it, that's their job. Don't listen. Doesn't mean you have to oust them, kill their career. But that's nowadays what, it does. That's the problem. So, for example, when you, if you don't like listening to Rush Limbaugh, turn them off. Turn them off. You don't like Howard Stern, turn them off. I'm sure there's white Aryan race groups that have these these chat rooms. I don't. Ha- they're against Jews. I don't listen to them. But my yeah. point is, the freedom of speech, the First Amendment right to take it away is a big problem. Yeah. So I feel like it kind of is a question of, like, why do people... Because in the end, I think people think that they're doing the right thing. They think that they're making a world about better place with that. by... I don't agree with that, Bella. Right. Well, so I don't, I don't agree with it either because I think... You don't agree that they think they're doing it to make the world a better place or that they just shouldn't be doing that? <clears throat> I, don't, I, don't think that I don't think these people that... Are we talking about the individuals like us, or are we talking about the actual big businesses and, and government? Which one are you talking about? Um, more like, for example, the the people who would make the decision at Disney or like at Facebook and Twitter to like remove an article. Like, the, remember the whole Hunter Biden news story? They decided Correct. to censor it, like or right, which no Jimmy one knows Rano. anything about it. Right. Right. So, like, <clears throat> do those people do it because they think it's the right thing? Like, are we all just act? Because in the end, like we believe that there should be free speech and like that should trump over censorship but other people believe the other way around because they want to make the world better or you don't think it's actually because they I don't like think, care. I, I, I think i don't think it's about them better i think it's, it's about control i think it's yeah. them about acting that they think they're god and they can make decisions for the people i think it's the fact that they bring in their own bias and their own opinions to come in and slant their views with regards to what they're going to do. And they, and then they do it because the 
for money, like Bronson said, for big business. And I don't think it's because they think they want to make the world a better place. Because I think on the corporate <coughs> level, it's not. But on I think on an individual level, like people I know, fellow millennial, Gen X, or whatever we are, mm-hmm. people in their mid-20s, who I know who agree with a lot, like they would say, yes, Gina Carano should have been canceled. I think they... You don't think it's hurt uh, her, a uh, mob mentality where they just want no, to join and okay, feel belong? Maybe it is, but I also think they... Are, have good intentions behind it. Why I don't think I don't think someone 24 years old who marched in the Black Lives Matter protests in New York City is thinking I want to take down the world. I think they yeah. think I want to make the world a better place, and this is how I'm going to do it. I, they're I misguided. Think they're, I know. I think they're fucking ignorant, stupid idiots. Just follow like like puppets. Like when the Jews went into the gas chambers, just followed. I don't think they're right, sitting to say, hmm, "Let me think about BLM and what it's for." I think they want to join the bandwagon right, and still, sense of belong. You can st- you can do that and also think you're doing the right thing. I you could be you ignorant. Think doing, you think they think they're doing the wrong thing? I don't think they're thinking. Period. I think yeah. they're just idiot puppets. That's what they're doing. I think they think they're doing the right thing. Just like the yeah, people I mean, who were storming the Capitol thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah. What even it's, is the right starts, thing? Who knows? That's the you're thing. You're right. That's a good question. Because it starts like the individual level, like you're <clears throat> thinking it's the right thing. But then as you, let's say, move up in the world and possibly gain more power, like, and you're more possibly corrupted, that like you start to get a blurred sense. I guess you also realize, I, I agree with the fact, the idea that it's for power and control because- just thinking about like it's in their favor to pick a side and control the narrative and all that kind of stuff because then people become afraid if people are afraid they're going to do what they're told like you can even think about with covid stuff like obviously it's a real thing but there's like a certain level there's a certain level of fear involved and like when people are afraid they're not going to step out of line so it's like it's in the government's interest this is kind of like the cynical view to censor people and have control and like make people afraid to speak up because then i think what's the quote it's like that's cynical no, that's the reality it's just, i think it's just yeah. realistic i mean no, i think it, yeah people are morons and 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 they and the ones want more and more control and create this propaganda hysteria to create more fear so there's more yeah. control and dependency it's huge and we but need I, more leaders to speak up and stop this bullshit i always go back to the like we say the people who are really in charge and they're like the cabal of elites who are trying mm. to remake the world and they're they're taking away powers of the individuals and they want control. I always think though, like, why? What is it just human nature to keep going, 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 and you lose <coughs> sight of well like think of if like Mark Zuckerberg, I think he does a lot of problematic things for the world, and I don't I think that he sh- has way too much power than or I, he has way too much power so, than he should. But he also is just like a human. Like he's not, he's yeah. not a devil. But wait, but but Bronson. At the end of the day, like he he <coughs> sleeps and he wants. Okay, but Bronson, look for years and look at the dynasties in his kingdoms. It's all about power. Are there just certain people no, that are like evil? No, I no, I. It's not evil, just because evil is a different term. I think someone that rapes somebody and hurts children and animals and kills people, I think that's evil. Okay, I just think that you should not be breathing in on the same oxygen and be on this earth. That's a. But you ro- think Pelosi? Let is me finish. Evil. Yeah, well, I because because she and I think Cuomo's evil too. Okay, but like, do you think? But what my question is: Do you think that those people you. were evil when they were like seven, no, or they no, slowly no, fall no, into? No, what it happens is, and they like lost sight of who they so, were. So someone that's a little bit older, I think what happens is when you get to a point of when you 
and represent a lot of wealthy clients. I think when you get to the point of age and money and power and it breeds ego, it brings narcissism and you want more. And so when you have a certain, obtain a certain level of money, then you want now, the only thing after money, like let's say these billionaire boy clubs, so to speak, is what's the next step? Trump wants to be, you want to be president. You want a bigger yacht, you know, than your neighbor. You know, for example, so you, you think know, it's just like a fault of the I, human mind. I think it's, I just think it's people, I think, okay, for example, remember some of our podcasts, I said, everybody lies, everybody's prejudiced, everybody's biased. The people that don't think that, and they say, well, I, I don't lie as much, okay? Either are you aren't, okay? It just yeah. helps you feel better about yourself to justify it. So everybody- And if someone says that they never lie, then they're, they're, they're lying. They're full of shit, they're right. <laughs> they so, prove to you that they lie because they said they never lie. Right. Like, I just think it's, a, it's, it's, it's in us. It's in us as people. That was my question. Right. I, I think that yeah. as you grow and you become, you can become either more narcissistic and, and, and what's harmed our society is 24 hour news and social media because it would not be able to spread in such a uh, uh, exponentially fast way where it would have been 20 years ago when there weren't cell phones, wasn't the internet and so forth. So the outreach and what happens is with most people, most of America either not being with it or they're, or they're mostly, most people are followers, not leaders. And that's not a negative. That's just a statement of, I think of my truth, what I see out there, that when you have this, and people live, they want, they, it's human nature to always want what's, you know, the grass is greener, they think, on the other side, which are always, which it really isn't. So they see this stuff, and then when you have this m manipulation with, through social media and through, like, that fake fame we watched, okay, you see the manipulation of what really is going on and how they manipulate people, and people drink the Kool-Aid. Right, but someone, it's a problem. someone is at the top, right? So there's it's more than one person. Right, but it's, there, it's, but there has to be a top top there has to be so like there there's so let's say there's a group of people who are making the decisions and planning the manipulation all that stuff like who what is their motivation right, okay okay because at, at some point they're going to die no so but, it's like, yeah. but it's not an individual become it's not an i think it's organization do you, uh, there are guys there are organizations out there that things that we don't even know that exist it's so hidden it's so secret secretive and there are these Billionaire boy groups, okay, don't get offended with them. I'm not saying gender neutral and so forth, but there's where they get I would also together. Think most and of those are, are men. I would think men are more uh, yeah. the manipulators and the, the power hungry and the egotistical in power, wanting more money, more greedy than women, typically. I would yeah, but think. I also find the women, I, even when I deal with women lawyers, they're more difficult to deal with. Men are much slimmer. I think women, in, I think a lot of these wealthy women. I feel like men women, crave power more than women but, crave but, power. But I think men are more simple and, get, and where women, they, when I mostly deal with, not I'm making a general statement, so don't get mad. When I deal with women lawyers generally, they are much more difficult. I get from point A to point B straight line when I deal with a lawyer and we get to, even if we're going at it in litigation, you deal with the women lawyer, everything's complicated, it's a, the phone calls are longer, it's just a different mentality. So I don't know yeah. what the answer is, but I just know that, that we need to speak up. We need to speak up more and speak the truth. Yeah, well so if it's someone, some group, some elite group, whatever you wanna call it, the lizards at the top, right. like, then is it really that just humans have like a very dark side that's easy to 
access or is it truly like can we actually change like there's always going to be bad people right like there's always going to be even if you solve racism like it's going to be there because it's like a lack of education there's no solution to racism either. there's no solution other than like educate right but no but there is a solution to racism what stop labeling it Stop putting people in groups and labels and really treat people the same way. Stop with forcing it upon us. Stop with making everything about um, about um, um, uh, African Americans and this and that and separating there will white always privilege. Be people who will be racist. That's okay, my, but but there are always bad yeah. people. That's what Bella was saying. Yeah. Well, that, like I think it doesn't make them bad. It makes them ignorant. There's a difference. Being a bad person. You know, what does that even mean? It's subjective. I'm saying Correct. if someone is racist, they're not a bad person. They're an ignorant person. It's very different. And you got to look at when they grew up. For example, someone that grew up in the 50s and 60s might be more racist than someone who grew like your age. Right, but being, being racist in 2021 is, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to be ignorant now. We, we, with yeah. the internet, with everything, being ignorant is a cop-out. Saying, oh, they're racist. Oh, but they're just ignorant. That's a lame excuse. But it doesn't make them a bad person. They Be, could... Being ignorant in 2021 is a lame excuse. Listen, if someone says to me, okay, I don't like white male Jewish men. Okay. Does that make the person a bad person? I just don't have to, I don't have common likes with that. I don't have to hang yeah. out with that. Well, I think there's a difference between like, I think today what people talk about more with issues of racism is like the systemic version where it's like, yeah, you're entitled, like even think about in relationships and people's like sexual preferences, like some people aren't attracted to white people, like whatever, that's fine. But I think people fine. are talking about more the like deeper rooted issues that come from your subconscious that even if you stop talking about racism and labeling it, like inevitably because of people's upbringings, there's like differences in hiring or how you like let people speak up during meetings, like that kind of stuff. I think. All right, but Bella, let me let me let me say this though in the verse. Do, do you have a dog? Do I have a dog? Yeah. Is your, do, okay, I have a dog too. If I said to you, my dog is better than your dog, and you never met my dog or anything like that, and I said, now Bella, my dog is better than your dog, you would be like, this guy's an asshole. I I hate his dog. Who is he to say his dog's better than mine? You don't know anything about my dog. So my point is this. When you start labeling and you start creating where you say you have to hire somebody because they're black, you have to put them in a position because they're black, you have to do this because they're black, and you keep saying, and you say white privilege, and now you make this thing a negative, you start with all these labels, it creates this divisiveness and makes you hate and say, you know what? No, it doesn't mean more than mine. So when you say black lives matter, and by the way, I think all lives matter. When you start saying one particular life matters over another, no, no, it's not Black Lives Matter over another, but the difference. I know it's what Black you're lives saying, matter. but when no, but listen, all lives matter. All yes. lives matter. Yes, and that's Black Lives Matter means all lives matter. No, no, but the difference. Yeah. Not the. Well, if, I, if I say, if I say, uh, Jews matter, that doesn't mean I'm saying Muslims okay. don't. Bronson, if you walked around with a statements. shirt that said White Lives Matter right now in the street, if okay, you, but that's wait. not what I'm talking about. But that's what I'm talking about. My point is, if you but walked around saying White Lives Matter, okay, I was just correcting you. Was you, you, you would get the shit beaten out of you? you and you and, said and, you said Black Lives Matter. I think or you said Black Lives Matter over others. That's not. No one said that. Some people probably believe that, but that's not what the movement yeah, is. I understand the move. And that's time you start I, on the movement. I like. I I understand that like understand because the point more is i mean this because i've asked the same question and like read about it because i was confused at first about the whole like blm thing how is that not like 
create division in and of itself. But I think obviously for one, they have to pick a short slogan. Like they pick defund the police, but obviously like that's easier to say than reallocate the funds into like communities that need it. Like it's quicker to say defund the police, right? So sometimes the marketing is not that well done. But I think I Black think, Lives Matter was a bad marketing move. Yeah. If they I mean, said all lives matter as their movement name, then how could you like you argue against Black Lives Matter often? If they named it <laughs> All Lives Matter, you would sound like an idiot if you argued against All Lives Matter. Like it was that was bad marketing. If they named it All Lives Matter, that would have been way better for their movement. Because nobody could argue. Everyone agrees that all I'm lives saying. do matter. That's what I'm saying. So don't treat yeah. African Americans worse than white people. I agree with that. Yeah. But I, yeah. I mean, I think Good point, they're trying to say, like, currently it feels like they don't because right. the disproportionate <laughs> um, treatment with the police, like that kind of stuff, they're trying to bring to attention that black lives currently feel like they don't matter because of how people treat the news stories, how it's treated in the media, like the cultural understanding. But yeah, like I also that whole issue of you should hire people because of their race or their background, like it gets tricky because if it's truly equality, you would just like not know their name, their gender, their background, Correct. anything. You would just look at the resume. But the problem is that we're trying to solve it kind of like at a top level when you need to solve the root cause of like, if you just had more people who were encouraged to pursue engineering or media, whatever it is they want to do, we wouldn't like, you're basically putting the bandaid on a cut that has glass in it instead of removing the glass. So it's like by saying like overcompensate by hiring more of those people when instead it would be like all equal if there was all those kinds of people that were perfectly qualified and et cetera. But it's hard yeah. because they'll say like you need to give the opportunity so that they become qualified so that they like can right, actually but clearly it's not working. <clears throat> like whoever isn't whoever is making the decisions and is trying to solve racism, the last 10 years have shown that their solution is not working. It's you know only when? made things worse. It's last 10 years, you know, with fucking um, Obama in office. He's the one that created racism. He created racism? That's meaning, a ridiculous why? statement. Okay. Me meaning the whole divisiveness of our country. He's, I, I mean, racism already existed, obviously. I'm, I'm, but, see, I, but, th I think there's no solution to racism because I think even if you educate and you... I'm, th there's no solution because it's... You can't change human nature. And I think that's a mm. part of human nature is us is us versus them. It's the tribal instinct that we evolved with. It's in our <clears throat> DNA. Right. So we... I, right. And that sucks. But they're also like... Why does it suck? But wait, wait. That suck, wait, wait. Racism sucks. No, no let, let me explain that. Does Tribalism wait, wait, wait. sucks. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. Racism is a label created by human beings in a certain... No. Wait, wait, listen. Maybe, just hear me out. I'm not saying I agree with Racism's this. Racism is a label wait, created wait, by wait, human wait. beings. Listen, listen, listen. It exists. No, let me explain something. And I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just having food for thought. I'm not okay. pulling what you do with me. Okay, I'm not saying okay. I agree. So let me give that little uh, disclaimer. Okay? <laughs> so the reality is this. There are things that just exist. And for example, they are what they are. And life, unfortunately, isn't always fair and so forth. So for example, when I was young, and I've said this in the past, how I was smaller and I got bullied, right? I mean, I got called Jew bastard, kike, pick up the penny, I used to get in fights. That's how I grew up. In my town, there were like six Jewish people. And I used to get in, uh, picked on all the time. I could have done one of two things. We've come the victim and said, poor me, 
or change and say never, not going to happen. So you're going off on a whole tangent. No, but my point is, if it if there's there's always anti-Semitism, there's always going to be racism, there's always going to be biasism, so forth. Right, so what, so, what, so that's so what I was what, saying. So maybe people need to accept it and just let the individual. I was in the middle speak. of saying sorry. this, and then you. So sorry. I was literally in the all middle right, of making right, this point. Right, you go, right. but I think, and you're just right, making my point. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead, Tatala. That was the point I was making. I, I no, I was just saying I think that sorry. that's part. Because I said, I think that's part of human nature. And then you were like, no, but it's not. And I, then you said it's part of human third nature. Third time, I heard you, bitch. I said, I'm sorry. Continue. Like, I, I think we have wisdom teeth that we have to get taken out. There are flaws in evolution. And I think racism and tribalism is a flaw in evolution. But we have to accept, like, we have appendixes that burst and can kill us. We don't. What's tribalism? We don't. I want to understand what you mean when you say tribalism. We evolved Humans evolved in small villages num- and like groups. small numbers, right? So it was, it would it would be this tribe of humans, like Understood, like yeah. a pack of a pack of dogs, right? We used to live like that. Now our tribes are America, Russia, China. Those are the tribes now. But it used to be thirty people, and there was like we would war against each other all the time, correct? Because then people were different. And we right? literally Homo sapiens wiped out all the other. Uh, hominid uh, intellectual beings that existed on Earth. There were Neanderthals. There was Homo erectus. There was there. there were Homo do- erectus. I like that word. That's a. <laughs> I know it's a really, there were, there were, a funny there word. There were isn't dozens it? of other Homo species, and we wiped them all out because it's in our nature to be like us versus them. That's how we evolved. I agree. And so I think we're slowly getting better at reconciling with that. Because we're, I mean, we're pretty good at that right now. Like we live in massive communities. We didn't, humans evolved to live in small bands, 30 to 50 people. Now we live in communities of tens of thousands and we all coexist very successfully. Look what we've been able to achieve. So we're slowly reconciling. Why force it upon us? Why force it? Like, shouldn't I be able to hang out with who I want to hang out with? Shouldn't I be able to be around people I want to be around? Why do I? I think tribalism is inherently bad. What? No, but you, there's a difference. So tribalism isn't who you want to hang out with. Of course you should be able to hang out who, with whoever you want to hang out with. Tribalism is like the kinship from who your people are versus another group of people. It's not like, like-mindedness. It's not thought. Okay, it's, but- it's who you – like Jews versus Chinese Okay, I get it, but why should that's so, not helpful to society? Wait, but, tribalism. But, okay, but but why should and I'm and I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just bringing up food for thought. Okay, just whatever. I want to give that disclaimer too because I get a lot of lashing, lash backlashing, backlashing, backlash. a lot of shit. So why should somebody tell um, an employer who they have to hire? Why when you look I don't at, think listen, they should. Why when you go to colleges, you two that went to BU, right? Okay, why should the first thing when I go to orientation, they talk about diversity. Why should you be penalized? Because you were born Caucasian as opposed to somebody else who gets a, a better advantage. Why is it not based on merits? To me, that's reverse discrimination. You're being penalized. Reverse discrimination is is 
not the correct word. It's just discrimination. I yeah. know what it is. I knew you were going to say that by me. But my point because is, I think that's an important thing wait, to, 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 we need to. I know we're, we're hijacking this. <laughs> sorry, it's fine. Sorry, it's, sorry, it's, sorry, listen, sorry, sorry. I had you guys on to hear you guys speak, obviously. So no worries. Sorry, sorry. Uh, we could no, literally no, go for Bella, hours. We're two, I know. Listen, two, two of us, you got to interrupt I'll, us. All I, you know what? I'll up. interject more. I'm like not good at, at interrupting. <laughs> so I'll just have to do it more. No, it's good. I have to access the masculine energy. I'm going to do what I do to my wife. I'm going to be like, Okay, dear. <laughs> you know what? Can um, we talk about this? This paper straw that I have in this coffee. Oh, okay, is, I can't drink the coffee now. You have to drink it's it faster. It's so horrible. Think about the I turtles, know, man. Let's do it you, for the you turtles. You believe that the, shit? The paper straw is that's the fucking problem, the, Bella? The, you really the, believe that? The, the oil that we're drilling out of the earth is, and the, we, the listen, corporations we are doing way pay, more wait, than the Wait, wait, look. Straw. Look at the, what it came in. No, it sucks. Same thing. We, right, we, we always plastic. take the solution that's that's easiest and makes it look like we're making yes. a difference. Like it's not. It's it's optics. Um, it's not. It's not about. Yeah, it's a lot reality. of it. I mean, literally, think about like the fact that people are so happy with this new president when like you don't know. Like a lot of people will literally admit that he actually won't make a difference, but he's just like a nicer face, basically. Like I'm watering it, was it down. It's anti-Trump. It's but all a lot of a lot of people that that's how they want things. They just want it to look nice. But um I was gonna say something about this whole racism issue that I don't even know how this came up. Um but like I agree that I think it's part of human nature kind of like that kind of idea. But generally I think the idea of no action versus some action, albeit flawed the, like the latter is better. Like I do think just ignoring it and letting human nature do its thing does end up hurting, you know, minorities and people who are less, have less opportunity. And like, also like in one way, that's part of life, right? Like you need to work hard and make your way, forge your path, like put in the time, but there is a structure, like a, a systemic part that does make it harder for some people and that's like not necessarily fair and that's what people are getting at as it's like yes you can okay, hang out with whoever you want but like if you're gonna be the head of a company like <clears throat> you should be at least a little bit aware and like try to make sure that people are you know not being like overtly racist and like not letting people people speak up at meetings like that kind of thing that happens okay, subconsciously no, listen, no okay listen i don't think people say i'm not letting you speak because you're a minority i don't think that exists that's like i think it's propaganda bullshit but i want to go back to what you said things are not fair and i'm not saying it's right by no means am i saying it's right there are people that work in Staten Island on the Bronx, two jobs, cleaning houses, get home at 11 o'clock at night and have no money, and life is not fair to some people born in a different household. Sometimes mm-hmm. shit happens, and I use this analogy all the time. My youngest son, who's let's say 5'10", white Jewish kid, he's never going to play on the NBA because he can't. What, it's not fair. He's not as good as an athlete. He's not born that way. He's not born the same muscles. Should they lower the hoop for him so he can shoot? He'll never be that way. So yeah. life is not equal. I agree. Life is not equal and life is not fair. It's not meant to be where everybody's in the same playing field. It doesn't work that right, but way. But to play the other side, like what people who support the, the uh, affirmative action, the hiring of minorities, hiring quotas, stuff like that, the people who support that, what they would say, which I, I get where they're coming from, what they would say is we have to so we were so far on one way that in order to bring it back to neutral, we have to overcorrect. I think that that's the wrong approach, but that's mm-hmm. their approach. And that's why there are the, the quotas. And, they, and the, they say, if we overcorrect for a little bit, 
then everything, then in a, a generation, everything will be back in the middle. That's their belief. Okay, so, so I want to, I, I want to come off in a certain way where I'm, I, I am not. I believe, I really believe, and we have our family has helped. We're very philanthropic. We believe if you're in a position, we are fortunate. Not white privilege. I'm talking where we're fortunate. Okay, we work for what we have. We're fortunate. We give a lot of time and money to charities and help those who need help. We support that. We believe that. And we feel that people in, in the world, if you're in a position that we as people need to help people who need help. I just think that's the way the world should be. Okay, and that's how we raise our children. That's how what we believe. But I want to go back to this thing. And I don't mean to beat a dead horse. There were 6 million Jews killed in late 30s, early 40s. We are a quarter percent of 1%. The Jewish community is a quarter of percent. No, 1% of 1% of the world. Now? So we're, we're 1% of 1% of the world. Slavery was many, many years ago. And I'm, no one agrees. Oh, why are we getting into No, this? just hear me out. I just want to say this. My point is I can only speak being a, 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 a Jewish person, okay, whose grandparents um, came over from Russia and Poland during the, during the whole Holocaust. We're not saying all the time, boo-hoo, we want repercussions. No one gave the Jews the repercussions. No, what are, rep- reparations. Re- reparations, I meant. That's what I'm yeah, sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> Thank you. But my point is, so we're not going to keep saying we're victims. We, at some point, we've got to stop talking about it. Could you imagine if that didn't happen in the Holocaust? How many, how, we'd be what? We might be 10% of, no, but I'm, I'm yeah, just making it for discussion purposes. I agree we wouldn't be that large. But my point is. We might is, be double what we are right okay. now. So we're 1% and 1% of the world. But also what's we, that's what I'm saying is I think the we, we. No, my point is. Is, I, is problematic thinking. No, but it only becomes problematic because how much do I get to keep hearing about whether no, that's it's not Hispanic what I'm month that's not or what Black I'm saying. History Month or this Awareness Month? My point is right, how about I, just I live our lives and do our thing and stop being a fucking victim and just put up or shut up. Why don't you show me your actions, prove it, rather than telling me how good you are. Just do it. Do it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm tired I mean, of hearing about it. I think that's fair. I mean, again, like these are issues that are very complex and like I don't like I don't think anything you said is that crazy, you know? And like the idea is basically live and let live, like do your thing. Correct. But like this is the question. Do you think though that it's like is it possible that that form of thinking, though, can possibly lead to, like, making things worse in terms of, like, tribalism and, like, you know, you're saying, like, I don't I don't have to like this person or this group if I don't want to hang out with them. But not everyone is a good person at heart. And, like, that can right. turn really negative very quickly where, like, you won't, you know, in, cl- in class with groups, projects, whatever. Like, as people grow up and they start to interact with more people – that that form of thinking can actually turn and contribute to like systemic issues of racism, for example. It, it definitely can, but but is that I, I here's what what I think about that, and then you can you can say your thoughts on it. Um, it definitely can, but is that a problem? Like, mm. should we f- be forcing control it? Yeah, should we be forcing society down a certain path? Because who no no one on earth. To play knows. God. That's exactly right. The, that's exactly it. No one on earth is omnipotent, knowing that the decisions they're making are the right ones in Best a for the thousand world. years from now. Right. So, like, should any group of people be forcing the development of society as a whole, or should yeah. we all just focus on our own lives 
And if see where the path if, takes if you. If there's injustice in your own life, try to solve it in your own life. Yeah. Why do you have to try to solve it on a global level? What's that bang? Yeah, what? I agree with that standpoint. No. That like in the end, if you're talking about individual responsibility versus like a societal group responsibility that actually by focusing on yourself as an individual and like not blaming others and having an extreme ownership uh, approach that that actually will make society better because if all the individuals are you know addressing their own problems improving themselves like growing as people and not wanting society to fix it for them or not relying on the government or whoever to solve their problems that that actually will like trickle into society because in the end society is made up of individuals. So so I have a question. So do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have three. Okay. And are you different? Are you all different? I mean, you have different views and different ways and how you want to live your life and different career paths and things like that. Yeah. And, and, and you might like one flavor of ice cream as opposed to another one. So yeah, for sure. Don't you have a right to live your life the way you want to live your life? Without your parents telling you what you should or should not be doing, without your your siblings telling you what you should be should or should not be doing, who who can make that decision saying what the best path is for the future right. of our people? I yeah. think people. That's why I said put up or shut up. Stop telling me how good you are, what you can do. Just fucking do it. And if I'm sitting there and I'm an employer and I have a person that I have an African American, a Spanish, and a Caucasian that are in my um a, a Spanish. I said Hispanic. Oh, okay. I said Hispanic. I heard a Spanish. I said Hispanic and Caucasian. <laughs> okay. Or Latino. Seriously. You know, no, Hispanic. or Latinx is no. the is okay. the proper. Oh term. yeah, shit. That's no. the right term. No, no. I don't do that. No, the, I'm I'm Latina and no, I don't. No do that the proper term for me growing up is hispanic so i'm not i don't even know what latino fucking x is okay no latinx whatever it is so i made a new Just term latino, latino it's latino fine <laughs> latino, and his, latino and hispanic are different they're different what's, okay. the, what's the difference i don't i don't, so, know I don't know she, so she is yeah, i'm go, go. so my my quick family background is all f- four of us kids were born in Argentina. My father's 100% Argentine. My mom is from the Cape, so she's American. Um, but the difference is, so it is actually confusing, and I'm probably going to fuck this up somehow, but Hispanic is either Spanish-speaking or from Spain. So technically you can be like both Hispanic and Latino. I might be fucking this up. But then Latino is from like the continental um, central america and like south america so like plus i think some caribbean islands yeah so brazilian is is latino Latino. but not hispanic yes that's right okay Uh, yeah yeah, and then like and then like a person it's hard yeah but some yeah i mean obviously i knew what you meant by saying hispanic but technically there's a difference all right so Um, i mean no disrespect i'm i'm just trying make it good now we know i still am confused about it but my point is, no, a, a Latino is from Latin America. Hispanic is Spanish speaking. All right, I get that. I get it. Those or are different, from Spain, overlap. Yeah, right. Yeah. But again, I have a problem with it because it's nothing but labels. So I'm saying I'm just for my purpose of of what the analogy I'm trying to make. So you have someone that's African American, you have someone that is Hispanic, you have someone who's Latino, and you have someone who's Caucasian, and you have a woman. Okay. You have four or five people in front of me. <laughs> Wait, why desk. is the They're woman like, separated? Because yeah. I'm just so trying to the, make all, all the rest men. Of course they are. No, listen. So, yes. so what, my, what what ethnicity is the woman? She's. Do we have any non-binary she's in there? She's a mix How about of that? all of them. So she's a woman, but she's non-binary. No, I don't know what the fuck. So listen. <laughs> so my point is this: I'm going to hire for me who I think is the best fit. 
not by the what they look like, not how they were born, okay, and so forth, the best fit. So I think that I don't think anybody you ask wants violence, people. They don't want racism. No one says, I want racism, because you have, then you're a moron if you think that, right? Nobody wants racism. Um, but the problem is, I don't know. I don't want, like what we just said, like you said a moment ago, people need to live their life rather than being told how to live their life. So right. when you start putting these things, when you said, well, you don't know if it's a good idea, whatever way people are, well, I think most people today, what the, what the government's doing is, they're, look how what's happened in virtual reality. They close the schools. What do you mean? What's happening in virtual reality? I mean, virtual reality, reality is huge. In the past year or so, it's become, it's big time because people could okay. hide behind that. They hide behind their computers. They create this false world for themselves, which lacks interaction among people in the community, which I think interaction is huge. They, school, they close the schools and they keep them closed when, when America's education is, is, is so poor compared to other countries that we need to have children learn more. They keep people from their jobs, keeping them from income, all these things. So it's crashing the world. So the, the normal basic things we need to be to have growth as fundamentals. You know, it's so important for young children to learn how to deal with other young children rather than being their iPhones or their laptops or and, and these stupid video games, which is a false reality or just it's so bad that people need to live, get out in the world, let the world teach you, deal with society, and just Live their life the way they want to live their life. Isn't that what America's founded upon? You could do and be anything you want if you work towards it. That's life. I, I take that to even more of the – I agree with that so much that I take it to even more of an extreme in that we don't even need a government to do it, to tell us <laughs> what to do mm. in any regard. I, so, I should be able to do anarchy. whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. A form so, of it. Okay, that's had, interesting because I actually – this week was thinking about, okay, so um, I really like this analogy that Elon made on the most recent Joe Rogan episode. It was talking about like, it it's really good. It's really good. I, have you watched the other two? I watched the other ones. I've been, I've been saving this one. Um, well, I just, I was catching up on a few and I did, I yeah. wanted to save this. It's one. really good. I mean, I'm obviously a huge fan. He's yeah, he's right behind here. you. <laughs> um, yeah. But so he made this. There's a this, picture of Elon smoking weed right behind him. Oh, gotcha. This is on Joe Rogan also because I'm yeah. a huge fan of him. Yeah. Um, very cliche. Um, but so he made this analogy that's like, okay, so over too much government regulation is a bad thing, but too little is also not that ideal because you need to have a referee. But the problem is when the referee is also a player, then you have conflicting interests. And that's Why a lot. Why do we need to have a referee? Be, so because like maybe this is because of human nature and that like sometimes okay for a more realistic can't, example can't, bella can't you be your own referee no you but there's 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 an expression a lawyer that represents himself is full for a client i agree 100 percent with you bella the problem is when the referee like you said it becomes a player oversteps their their fiduciary role role and they get too involved and that's where the problem becomes but i agree 100 what, with what you. refereeing do you need in your life <clears throat> okay how so about laws I how, think about, how about punishment for laws i can punish people for things no, that we, i don't we, i'm not going down this road we had this whole fucking <laughs> okay, i'm not going I think down this road the example is more specifically for they're actually talking about ai and that right now it's like unregulated i think and so mm -hmm. that yeah, even scary. take scary. even take cars scary. take like food right like okay the fda is not that great but like 
it's better than having nothing. So like, that's right. The idea is, okay, these regulation systems, like when the government gets involved, typically it's, they're not that effective. Like there's some corruption, but it's probably better than not having it at all. But like, couldn't we have a privatized version of like we have the Better Business Bureau is private. That's Better Business Bureau does nothing. Okay, but I'm thinking like nothing. It's like like, United Nations. It does nothing. No, but let's say if we had a private FDA, right, and then there would be competition between multiple. I'm not having this conversation with you. Like kosher food, the kosher food is privatized. There's not a government. Uh, entity that's doing the kosher certification because there's di- there's different yes. ones there's co- there's parv and there's uh like the kosher union so there's the u and there's the p and certain people trust those institutions they're private companies yeah and on the label if you if you want so let's say the yeah. fda doesn't exist but i want to buy my food good or my drugs good from point. from a reputable source i'm gonna and i trust the privatized version of, of at the FDA, right. Good point. I'm going to buy ones with the little symbol and I'm Good. not going to buy the unregulated ones. Can't Why does it right. need to be by the government? So that's the question right. is it's like, do we want more, are we going to have more success by having more privatization or more government regulation? And well, the government's I think, a fucking joke, Bella. We do okay, know that. Right? I agree with you. And like generally anything they do, like there are very few examples of things that they do effectively. And even like, we're talking about Elon, right? Name so one. compare like taking money. They do. Very I don't. Effectively. Yeah. Taxes, but they even don't yeah. know no, no, how wait, to wait, use wait, the wait. taxes. Ta- wait, Th- if you take a private business and you run in a deficit every year, you're out of business. Mm-hmm. The government is at a deficit every right, fucking but they, year. But they're good at making sure they get the money from us. No, they what never they miss do it. is they never miss a they, year. It's, it's yeah. the mafia. What well, they do is they just go ahead and print more money and right. dilute but it that's what I'm saying. and they're, cause inflation. They're, they're good it, at making money. That's what they're good at. Or they're good at yes. taking money. So they not don't making, make money. They're good at taking money. That's that, yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, like they are generally incredibly inefficient, and there's no um, accountability. Like it's the, the politicians, the only job that you can literally make all these promises, have all these plans, achieve none of nothing. it. You can make right. rules and break them. We're talking about Gavin Newsom, and still yep. be in office. Like that's ridiculous. And, no checks and, and balances. And you can give yourself a raise. They recently yeah. Congress voted to give themselves raises with our money. And they all make $200,000 a year, but have $50 million in the bank. Go figure that one out. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, how does that happen? Yeah. Well, so that's rhetorical. Right. Well, that's the thing is like, we have this issue where, okay, government regulation, like politicians in general are just not efficient. Like to be fair, they're dealing with very massive problems, but like generally they don't do a good job. They're very corrupt. Like countless examples where, Take, you know, what happened with Robin Hood, that, that exposed for a lot of people that you have people in bed with each other with the financial institutions and then the people regulating it, that there's conflicting interests. And so, you know, the common people get screwed over. So, like, I think that more privatization with a little bit of regulation, just so it's not like straight anarchy, is probably the best way to go. And I think generally that works. Like, look at SpaceX is crushing it and is incredible. And like, they literally basically they build and do the launches for NASA because NASA is government run. The problem, though, I agree. I think full anarchy is could never work. That's not. It just it, it's against human nature. Like, I think idealistically, a communist society sounds like a great idea, but it's against human nature. A so what? it couldn't. Work. A communist society, idealistically, communist. Yes. Like the way Russia was? Okay. Like I'm in saying, theory, idealistically, in theory, a communist good. society would sound not sounds like a good idea, but it would, could never work to a, a 
of running a society, if you're talking idealistically, yeah. that sounds like a pretty utopic society. In theory, everyone has everything they could want for. But they don't. You, no, you're not letting me finish. Idealistically, in theory, that sounds like a great idea. It's against human nature. So in reality, it never plays out as it would theoretically. Anarchy, I think, is kind of the same way. It's just against human nature. It, it, it couldn't work full anarchy. But to what you said, Bella, having a little, like having mostly privatization, mostly free market with a little bit of regulation, the problem is there's no such thing as a little bit of regulation. Something yeah. might start as that, but the people who are writing the regulation are going to be like, actually, we need more. Actually, we yeah. need more. Boy, actually, but I, I want to add to that because what happens is, so when you look at the healthcare industry, which is quasi-private and quasi-government involved regulation, you look at the uh, prisons, which are now privately run, but it's for the benefit of the government and things like that, and you look at the um, auto insurance as well kind of thing, and you look at and, and with regard to those, just some examples, the problem is there's so much corruption and what these private institutions are, that might do better than the actual government would do, these these businesses, because the government can't find their way out of, an, out of an open paper bag. They're so fucking stupid. The problem is there's so much stealing going on in the healthcare industry with insurance and everything with regards to that and the prisons being run because the government is like endless money because they keep printing it. So is a lot of kickbacks, a lot of corruption, um, a lot of fraud going on, and overpaying, and the government pays for that, which is a direct, direct trickle down effect to us. Why the, everything's so much more expensive, and that's a problem too, because you just can't take away the greed factor of right. the human being. Yeah, power moves in one way. People never give up power willingly; it only goes down one path, <clears throat> right? Until yeah. until someone exposes them, and then, and, and so yes. social or you media just take it away, or social well, social media. On one hand, it's a terrible thing, but on the other hand, it does allow, it does help certain things with exposing and the video cameras with on people's cell phones. Mm-hmm. But but greed is is unfortunately a human instinct, yes. whatever. And people get greedy, and they and money is what drives people right, wrong, or indifferent. So they overcharge, they overbill, and and it's what I call a snowball effect. It doesn't happen all day in one day. It's one snowflake at a time. Before you know, you got a big boulder made out of snow because they've been doing it for so long. So. I don't think there's a right answer. I just yeah. think that we need better checks and balances in place and we need um, but real good checks and balances in place because the politicians are so corrupt. I don't, and, and, you know, one thing this podcast really taught, which I agree with you, Bronson, is that I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, they both suck. The, you know, the political positions, they both suck. They're probably both in bed with one another and they're professional politicians. They're definitely all in bed with yeah, one and, another. And they're all hypocrites and they all do what's best for them. But that's, yeah. look, we don't even have hours to talk. We could talk hours about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, okay, well, the other thing I wanted to ask you is about completely sh- switching gears from politics, even though I, I love the discussion. So the name of the show is, is Daddy Issues. And I like am fascinated with family dynamics. I'm very blessed to come from a good family. We're like very, very close communication, like dinner table, all very open, which is great. And obviously you guys can talk about anything. But so my question is for you guys, like what what are daddy issues and like why are they such a uh, common thing for people? And also like, it can what be are, like what father are ours specifically? No, or what, okay. it, just in general. <clears throat> in general, if you'd like to, you know, we can make this into a therapy session. You can tell me what your daddy <laughs> issues are. But like in general, what is it? Our daddy issues, and like, what's your take on well, why I, I that's think, a thing? I, I think 
I so I'm not a parent, so I can't I can only speak of it from the receiving end. But I think the what parenting parenting what parenting is is try just trying to fuck up your kid the least amount you can. That's how you perceive it. That's well, a negative. I, I really seriously. That's I have a question. Do because you honestly I'm to believe s- that. Look, here's what I'm trying to say. I I, I think everyone. I mean, they don't even see your nasty feet. Put your feet down. <laughs> I think everyone is gets no, fucked up from experience. She asked about you, not about everyone else. No, she said. Is. She said, "What do I think?" <clears throat> she didn't ask what my. Specific Bella, are you asking? Are you asking specifically what his daddy issues mean like, to him? Right. Or in, in general, yeah, both or of you. Time. I mean, like what just taking out your own personal dad issues, like what are daddy issues? Because it's clearly like it's a thing that people Yeah. It's a it's a I, common I, I phrase. Think in, I think society especially well, this is probably global. Dads are the patriarch of the family, right? They are the ones that have worked and provided for you and and given you your life, right? Mm-hmm. And then the ma the mother is the more like emotional and nurturing, nurturing one, typically, right? And I think that's a cross cultural. I think children, all at, at most children, all they're trying to do is impress their parents, right? That's like what being a child is. You just want to. You want your parents to be proud of you. You want your parents to love you. You want your parents to be impressed by you. You want your parents mm-hmm. to think that you're successful. And so people, when people aren't achieving that correctly or their parents aren't giving them the responses that they want or being just really difficult, right? Like some people, some kids are very successful and they're just great children, but the parents never give them the reciprocity that they're looking for. Or their parents are never satisfied enough or whatever. I think that's where most people have specific daddy. Like mommy issues I or issues with mothers I think stem from more emotional aspects. Mm-hmm. I think issues with fathers are more of not achieving enough in the eyes of your dad. Okay. Or not <clears throat> making your parents right, proud. So 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 I can only speak from my experience. So I I'm I don't know if you do. You want me to talk about individual experience, or you want me to talk general global like what Bronson did? How do you want me it, to answer that? Either one. I mean, your individual experience probably informs your general take on it. So, all right. So, so you know, I think that so like my father's generation, it was much different. Where you know, people were not able. It was a tougher generation, so you had a very different relationship with our parents than you have with your parents. I think that as time evolved, I think that your kids can communicate better and have a different kind of discussion with your parents, okay, than, for example, my father was a, was a hard ass, okay, so I had to work every summer. You couldn't tell my, you couldn't show any emotions. If you did, you were weak. So you couldn't disagree with your, my father. You couldn't, and he equated everything to um, money, so to speak, where like what Bronze says, your self-worth is only good as your success in money. And I don't believe that success is money. I believe success is, is the balance of true happiness and being content with where you are in your life to me is the ultimate level of success because I see plenty of people with money that are miserable fucks. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, was, and, and 
I could see why people could have issues with their father, but I think that Bronson's correct that the father's more of the hunter, the gatherer, and has his role. And I'm making general statements, not all, it's not across the board, but these are general statements. So there's a certain thing where, let's say, you don't want to disappoint your father, whatever. And, but as I grown, because I moved out when I was 18, okay, because I don't want to deal with that kind of control type relationship and household. So when I moved out when I was 18, I wanted to make sure that my kids never felt the way that I felt. There's a lot of positive things I learned from my parents as well, um, hard work and certain kind of ethics and values, and, and we're all different. But it was very important that my children and I'm sure there's plenty that I fucked up with things with my kids that when they're older, they'll tell you that I did wrong, whatever. But I think that, yeah, you have it so bad. But, um, but I think that I wanted my kids to feel comfortable to come to me with anything. Doesn't mean they might not get punished or I might disagree or might even argue about it, but I want them to feel comfortable where they could talk to me. Not where I say to them, I coddle them and, tr- and treat them like a wimp. I sometimes say, Fucking deal with it. Not everything has to be discussion, but I want them to come to me rather than want to be away from me. And again, I think it's generational. And I think that when they have kids, they might be a little bit more open to than when I was. But I also believe that there's certain things that, because I am old fashioned, that, that don't cry to me and don't complain to me. Just fucking do it because you can either be the victim or not the, or you can, or not the victim. So I don't like that victim mentality. And one thing that my father did was a great thing. He says, listen, life ain't fucking fair. It's not, the world is not, well, you know, rose petals. Just fucking do it. So, and I believe in that mentality. It's like almost like a military type mentality. Just persevere and get through it. So, so. Right, but, but I think that's then what I'm saying. That's where the issues will arise. Well, but the issues but, will arise in the not living up to the the expectations of the father. No, but see here, but listen, I but, that, I'm not saying that's where my issues arise. No, I'm no. thinking, I'm saying that's where most people, when they say daddy issues, that's where they come but, from. But here's what you kids need to understand. Because I grew up with controlling, and I love my, my parents, and I miss my dad. I mean, you know, I, I love my parents. They did the best they can do. I don't agree with everything they did, and I'm angry about certain things, but that's life. I can't dwell on the past. I can't go back to yesterday. I can change today and forward. But that's up to me. That's up to nobody else. I can blame, I can do the shame and blame thing and blame my parents right, for everything. But, but I want to say, but one but being a kid, like be, being a child, I'm not saying in terms of age. I'm saying in terms of like, I'm your child, even though I'm not a child. Right? I you understand, know what I mean? yeah. Being a child of someone, it, you're, there's an inherent thing that no, even, like you're saying, you, oh, but just do your own thing and get over it and whatever. There's an inherent thing in a child and parent relationship of. You want to like make the, your parents proud, I get exactly, it. Exactly, that's mm-hmm. it. But, and that's ingrained but, in your brain. You can't just get over I, that. But, but let me explain to you. I'm, I'm telling you, I am a father and a child. So I'm coming, I can speak from both positions and I'm coming from a very hard ass controlling family where we're not hard ass to you guys. You're, we have a nice relationship, our children. So I'm getting, And even so, there are still expectations that, <clears throat> but when no. I was 16, that definitely, I, I can't think of anything specific, but, or no, like even when I was unemployed, like between jobs, there were even, and even though you were saying to me, it's like a it's fine. You're and I was get getting job, down right? on myself and you're like, it's fine. It's okay. And I knew you were okay with it. There was still, it's, there's failure to meet expectations 
that are ingrained in us. I think maybe a bit of it's biologically. I think a bit but, of but, it's but socially. But I think it's a great thing because he has my. That's a great but thing. I, think, I don't think it's wrong. I just think that's where daddy issues arise. Okay, but listen. That's what but I'm I want to say this right. So I'm going to say mention something if I can, Bella, about what he just said. And then I'm going to finish my statement about being a father and also a son. Right? There's nothing wrong with pressure, stress, and anxiety. We all face it. Okay, we don't have to make it where we got to coddle them. That pressure, stress, and anxiety gave you the strength. Say, fuck it, I am going to go and bust my ass to do it because otherwise we get comfortable and fat and lazy, and there's no motivation. It becomes the entitlement mentality. That stress allows I'm you to be. Saying it's I'm wrong. not saying saying it's negative. That's not what I'm saying. But I want to say this as a, as a parent. I guarantee, as you guys, as a child, as children. To your parents. Your parents only want you happy. They want you happy with being who you are and they want you to be self-sufficient whether you make 30 grand a year or 30 million a year. They don't care. They want you happy, healthy, and self-sufficient. You live your life. I tell my kids I'm going to be dead one day. Live your life for you, not for me. So if your parent is a decent parent, which I'm sure they all are, these parents, parents innately, and it's an, an innate quality to love your child. Part, yeah. I'm making general statements. Yeah. To love your child, no matter what. So just be happy with who you are. Be healthy. Live your life the way you want to live because I'm going to be dead one day. Don't live your life to, to please me because I'm going to be six feet under one day and you still have another 30, 40 years to live. So don't make me happy. Make yourself happy. So, And if your parents don't like it and this is not to you or to you, then fuck them because they live their life. They do what they want to do. Right, but, and then that's where the issue okay, That's but, the but, issue. But, okay, there's going to be issues... In right, your job, your marriage, it's how one deals with those issues. There's always issues. Yeah. So, so if your parents can't accept you for who you are and they can't love you for who you are, then you know what? Then, then it can't be part of your life. Yeah. I'm sorry. Rather than going on a therapy session for, on your couch for 20 years, if your parents can't love you unconditionally and you, you're, just, you're working in a profession they might not like, you don't ask them for money, you're healthy, you, you, whether you're gay or not, whether you want to choose someone interracial, whatever it is, if you're happy living your life, by the way, your parents don't have to like it, but they still love you. If they don't, if they try to force you on something, then you know what? Live your life. Yeah. Don't please your parents. I think that actually a lot of this dynamic and the issue, my take is that it stems from the children actually more so and kind of Bronson, what you're talking about, where it's like, even if your parents or say your dad specifically is like, you know, encouraging, supporting you, like doesn't actually do anything to suggest that they're not proud of you or whatever it is, that still as children, it's like, and throw in there that like, if you have a parent, parents who have done so much for you, like for me, I literally could never repay my parents. Like the way they raised me, the life they provided for me, like it will never be enough. So it's like- They don't want you to repay them though, Bella. They right. do not. Right. Not even like repay kid, in, in, a... in money, but I mean just like giving no, no, they back They don't want you to them. pay them in anything. No, it's their, ob their obligation to give you the best they can give so you right. can be the best so human being. But as a kid, that's, that's where the issues arise. That's what I mean that it's like I know that they don't want anything like from me. It's actually the kids, I think, most of the time putting that expectation in themselves that they need to like be perfect and like – make sure they have the right job and their relationship is good and their marriage and that they also raise their kids the right way. But that actually parents generally are happy with their kids just being happy. But us as children, 
will project that we don't feel like we're doing enough or we're not there yet, we're not successful yet. And like when you project that, then it creates issues between a father yeah. and son, mm-hmm. I a get parent, it. child. I, so. I get it. I get it. I get it. But but is that such a bad thing? Because maybe that helps that maybe that helps it, you. I mean guys it kind of drives society. Drive, but 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 forget about society. Maybe it helps gives you drive. For yeah. example, so when I moved to Florida and my wife and I had nothing and my father, there was definitely a part, there's no doubt in my mind that I became successful to say to my parents, fuck you, see, I didn't need your money. I didn't need your shit. And that put drive into me. Now, that could be good and bad, but maybe that was the kick in my ass yeah. that made me prove I mean, to daddy them. daddy issues aren't a, inherently a negative. negative thing. Right. Yeah. So so there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Keep saying daddy is so funny. Like, <laughs> just daddy, daddy no, but, is but, such but, a funny. But, but Bella, there's no doubt my hard work was to prove to my parents, see that? I don't need your shit. I could do it on my own. I can be my own boss. It Was it a negative or positive? I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Or just a thing. It's or just, just a part of life. Just is what it is. Right. Correct. It's just a part of life. I don't life. think everything yeah. is such an analysis. No, agree. Right. That's what I was yeah. saying. Agreed. Right. Right. It doesn't have to be a, a negative thing. I think it's just a dy- like a dynamic and like an emotional uh, situation that is present with most Children, children and their parents. I mean, it can turn very negative because some it can be, yeah. people oh, yeah. have horrible relationships with their fathers, with their parents, specifically with their fathers, yep. because especially if you don't have a close relationship <clears throat> and you've never been comfortable in like sharing your emotions. It's interesting because Bronson, you said that with like mommy issues, which isn't really a term, but that it tends which, to be which more Which that's emotional. also so interesting. Like that daddy issues is such a known thing, go, okay. but mom yeah. issues, that sounds bizarre to say. Yeah. Well, I think it's just a different, it doesn't have a label yet, but like there are things that you have with your mother. That's just like a different dynamic, right? Dynamic. But yep. what I was going to say is like with fathers and sons or fathers and daughters, like I actually do think there's an emotional part of it that is like, it doesn't seem emotional because it's about your success and what you're doing. But in the end, it's, like an intangible feeling of like, I've done enough, like I'm a successful child now that if if you don't have a strong connection with your parent in terms of like being open and be able to talk about anything and share your feelings, then like you could possibly have the negative version of dad issues where you fight a lot and you disagree yes. and like you can't have a calm Thanksgiving and you just, because maybe you're just projecting and making up that there's issues and they like, are trying to prove to you that no, it's okay. Like, I just want you to be happy, but you just don't believe it because you're projecting it. Yeah, it's complicated, and it's just and it's different. I feel like in every every dynamic is different. <laughs> yeah, the amount of how much the father is to blame for the daddy <clears throat> issues, how much the child is to blame. It it just and it, there's a lot you don't know. It does the father work all the time or have two jobs to make ends meet? How many how how many siblings are there or children? How many what, are they met boys or girls? You know what relationships are complicated. Wait, is basically the, what it is. Who knows about the mother? What roles do they play? There's so many different things. But I'm just saying as a parent who I who is also a, ch- a son to parents that for the most part your parent the ch- parents want will love the kids no matter what they want the kids to be happy and healthy they want the kids to be respectful um and that and then that will foster the communication and some people are better communicators and maybe if you can't communicate with your father maybe you can communicate better with your mother i'm not saying you i'm saying in general and then your mother can convey because i'm not my wife is much better at communicating than I am and, and more easier going than I am. So, so many times they might talk 
to my wife first, and then she talks to me, and then I approach my my kids because they weren't comfortable talking to me. So it's not like it's all rose petals where my kids come to me with everything. There's a lot of things they don't feel comfortable with talking to me about. And and yeah. and my upbringing coming from a hard ass 1950s greaser mentality father, it's hard for me to open up and talk about something I'm sorry about or I didn't mean to yell at you or let's discuss something and and have to agree with them with something that I am not comfortable agreeing to and growing with the times. That's much harder for me. Which So so it's a balance act. And I think that where you kids are lucky today, which we didn't have, is generally speaking again, our, my generation as parenting are a little more open to these kind of discussions than your grandparents and my parents were just because yeah. it's generational. That's all. Yeah. Don't I mean, agree? in the end, like, I really think specifically with this issue, but even with lots of other things in life, like it comes down to communication and like just being able to productively speak to whether it's like a sibling or a parent or anyone, especially when there's disagreements or it's heated or you have a difference with something. It's like you need to be able to talk about it in a calm manner or like it gets heated, but you're not like tearing each other and you're not friends at, right. like, at the end. Right. So it's and like, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Which is hard. But it's like, that's a skill we really need to teach people from a young age is like to communicate, like even on the playground, somebody does something you don't like, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to like hit them in the head or are you going to talk to them about it? And like those you skills. You hit them in the head. <laughs> you hit them in the head and then you talk to them right, about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah. The yeah, yeah. Now? No, okay. Both. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, no, but yeah, I think um, it's just really interesting. I think it's also why, like, again, people really like to listen to you guys because it's just fascinating to hear father-son be so open and, like, maybe people don't have that or you just don't see it. Like, it's just not common for people also to be open about, like, their relationship and what they talk about. So it's pretty cool. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, an, we're open books. Yeah, we, we speak our mind, obviously, you can tell. Yeah, and it's good because now you're going to have all these hours of recording, you know, all the good and bad. So Good and bad, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we get off the uh, – because we get heated, and it always ends good, and we love each other, and we're fine. But sometimes when we're off, I'm like, Bronson, are you fucking kidding me? Did you really there, mean there, there are so certain times where, like, we finished recording, and we're, like, we're okay, off the video, done. and he goes, he goes – like, are you actually upset at me like, about that? Like, what the fuck? Like, like, not like I'm afraid of being upset, but like, I'm like, you really fucking think that way? Like, sometimes we continued off the camera and off the mic saying, like, what the fuck? And we, we sometimes have these debates. Yeah. But we've always had these debates. Um, me and you have, have had that more than you and the other brothers. Yeah, because... Me and you go at hmm. it more, but not go at not it in a negative it, way. We just debate more. And, and yeah. it's... Now, going is, at it in... And not in a negative not way, a just negative. in a, like, we... Because you're, you're a lot like me with the math piece, that's why. Right, we just discuss things a lot more and, like, go into it. Not at it, go into it, like, we Right, the middle son is more. easy, doesn't care about anything, and then the little one is the baby, so he knows how to work it, so, so, and, and he gets everything, he, he goes Yeah, maybe I wife. just challenge you the most. Like, not mm. challenge in terms of, like, like, I think I just, I stand up I th- to I th- the most no, more th- than the other I brothers think, i think our personalities and confidence level are the most similar out of out of all yeah. the other boys that's why i just think the the younger one is a little clo- i'm close to them but he's the baby and my wife spoiled him and the middle one is just very easygoing he's very nothing bothers him he's easygoing um and so it's not an issue um but bronson and i always i think have the the confidence outgoingness and 
personality that are most similar, so we just speak our mind, and we're always respectful. So again, I'll have a conversation with anybody about anything as long as we talk about it in a respectful manner. Yeah. And I think that's what everybody should do. Yeah, I agree. I think that's great. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to keep you guys too long. We've been running for an hour and a half, but this has been so fun. I'm really, really glad we did this. Um, Anytime, Bella. We would do it anytime. I think you're a nice young person. It's nice that you and Bronson know each other from from back in the It's been like seven years now. Yeah, crazy. Because I've been out of... When did we go to AMP? 2013? I was... I think it was the summer for my junior year of high school, and I graduated. And I think it was, it was the summer so before my junior, my my senior year. Same year. High, no, I'm yeah. a year older. Oh, You're a year above. Yeah. So it was 2013. So oh my that's god. what eight years? Nine years? Eight years? That's crazy. I love that's, oh my god! But that's how great. nuts. Yeah. Well, and like anytime, I, we haven't yeah. like talked in depth basically since then. So it's like pretty right. cool like that we like we saw each other kind of at BU, but then we didn't. Reconnect until we both kind of had podcasts. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Pretty I love cool. It. Yeah, I love it's all, it. And yeah, also, like, it. we just, you know, basically picked up and just able to talk about anything. So. Like you spoke yesterday, yeah. right? Like yeah, we, we actually yesterday. haven't spoken voice to like our voices. We've only texted yeah. since probably four or five years ago. Yeah. But then we just got on here and it was like fine. Yeah. So funny. Love it. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. we well, should definitely like- do this again. Maybe in however many months when you guys are like top ten podcasts, it'll be fun. We can celebrate. <laughs> Um, we'll always make time for you honestly you reach out to Bronson he coordinates all the stuff he's the tech behind it Um, I think it's great what you're doing it's so nice to meet you and um, we wish you great success in yours as well and thank you anytime you want to do this we would always find time to do this with you anytime for sure yeah maybe in person one day we'll see if you guys end up where are you I'm in LA LA okay you guys are in I feel bad I feel (laughs) South Florida I okay. feel sorry for you. Yeah, Florida's like <laughs> popping right now, isn't it? It's just yeah. open. I fucking love it. Love I'm it, love so it, love jealous. It. Yeah, it's, it's that red. It's that awesome. red. It's That's a red state, right, right? Red state. Yep. Amen. Everyone's going. Oh, yeah, I'm Everyone's jealous. Going. So what we do? We would love to do a live podcast. You come to Florida, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I considering leaving LA. Maybe we'll see. I don't know how long I'll stay. So I dipped. Well, listen, if you come here, we'll help you with anything you need. You always have a place to stay to. We will help you in any way you need. Thank you. That's very kind. Seriously. We mean that sincerely. Oh, I know. Thank you. Very kind. Um, well, this was super fun and, um, thank you guys for doing this, obviously taking the time and, um, cool. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad we did this and hundred yeah. percent we'll do it us again. Too. So yeah, yeah, it was great. And thanks for having us on and thinking of us to have us on your podcast. Yeah, we of course. It. Hey, I my I just want to have interesting conversations that are different. So you guys definitely fit that bill. And this was you guys are my first guest of twenty twenty one. So it's a really good way to start. Nice. And go give your dad a hug when you're done. Yes, I will. He's in Puerto Rico, but I will. all right. Well, when he comes home, give him a hug. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thanks, um, Bella. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. We'll talk again soon. Bye. Bye.